All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Can you see it? Did you The puck comes right to Pedersen, who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! A moment's notice. Adam's To the line, Hughes scores! In this existence, take you to the sun. First career NHL goal, Quinn Hughes makes it 1 nothing. You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes, the reporter here. Like, I don't, I won't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I'm one of the men in Valentine's Day. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. What a Don't waste all the good stuff on the off air. Let's go.
Hello, Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation, delivered to you by the great folks at DoorDash. Ding dong. Use promo code CONVODD, capital C, capital D's, all one word, CONVODD. That will get you 25% off and free delivery on your first order with the DoorDash app. Does not get much better than that, folks. My name is Dave Guadrelli. I'm joined, as always, by the man who built the place, Chris Faber. Uh, Our technical producer is Alex Lard. It's a gloomy day today. Uh, here in Vancouver. Yeah, high Alex is up to his hijinks again here. I like this. This is yeah, a good I setup. Uh, high above Rogers Arena, this is the Canucks Conversation Podcast. And holy smokes, folks, I don't know if you can see it on the camera. For those on the live show, it is a blizzard out there. Hold, do you see how fast this snow is moving? I don't know if the you can see it on the screen, but you know, I think this is going to be pretty evergreen content for the folks that are on podcast because we are supposed to get hit with some absolute... Uh, very wintry weather. Oh, it's yeah, it's it's so windy the camera can't even pick it up. Though snow is coming down hard. Alex, what's going on with this? I'm on the side of the screen here. What's going on here? I'm going over Canada Canada Place or something. I think it's called. Okay, what's um, happening here? Anyways, it is. It's, I gotta walk it's the in the damn that. green screen. They I, I know gotta, that Alex in this. Look at that. That was a cool transition actually. <laughs> but I have the damn green screen back here. I, I, I gotta uh, walk in that snow. Yeah, like forty feet. Oh, whatever. That That's enough to blow me over. Haven't had a sip yet, but uh, my favorite... Oh, my... Alex, the damn green screen again. It's not Alex's Are you fault. kidding me? Not you Alex's fault. I, it's the green can. You can't see it on the stupid YouTube green screen here. My favorite my favorite one here. Watermelon flavored... Um, what are they called? War candies? Warheads? Warheads. Well, warheads, yeah. My watermelon war... You can't even... The damn green screen here. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay. You're done. Uh, I, I'm not going to mute your mic. We're not at that level yet, but we have some news to get to. Uh, since we last recorded on Monday, your boy, Vasily Podkolzin and Jack Rathbone, both sent down to the American Hockey League, to the Abbotsford Canucks. Now, you pointed this out very quickly on Twitter, but the Canucks play tonight, Tuesday, and tomorrow, Wednesday, along with a back-to-back this weekend mm. as well. So it's a good opportunity for these guys to get into some games. They don't necessarily have to ride the bus. Who knows how long they'll be down there. Uh, it does open up a roster spot. Jack Stednik is close to returning from injury. Uh, he skated on a line with Elias Peterson and Andre Kuzmenko. It was an optional skate today. Uh, Ilya Mikheyev was the only one that used that option. He's expected to play tonight, so no worries there. But let's talk about Pud Colson and Rathbone. Like, I, I think we kind of talked about it yesterday about, look, Pud Colson's got to play games. You didn't track KHL Corsi for four years for nothing. Like, you want to see the kid playing games. You want to see him developing. He's got to do that somewhere. He needs to get into games, and I think the same can be said for Jack Rathbone. So, not necessarily surprised by the move, but... Actually, you go first. Go ahead. Sure. Yeah. I mean, Boudreaux said it best today. These two need to play. They're young players. Um, he talked about his time here. Let's, yeah, we'll get right to the quote. He said, young guys need to play. I mean, that's the biggest thing. We love both those guys, but right now when we're playing fairly well, it's no good for Pods or Rathbone to sit in the stands. Boudreaux later went on to talk about how this happened in Washington with some players who they had a really good, strong, young group of players, and some players just couldn't make it in the lineup when the team was playing well, right? I think that's the thing. When you find something that works well with this team, you want to stick with it a little bit moving forward. That's kind of where it sits with Pod Colson. It's like, listen, Pod Colson hasn't been good. You could say that. I think I can, hap- like, not happily, but like confidently say that. Never happily, you'd say No, that. not happily. No, because like you said, tracked all the course for nothing. That's right. Uh, Pod Colson, like, he just hasn't been good this year. I think that's pretty safe to say. Like, he, he hasn't been able to put up points. Uh, there was a lot of hope about him having a breakout season. Like, the NHL.com was writing about him. I mean, 
I remember them using him as like the the cover photo for that article that the NHL wrote about like you know players that might break out this season and the fact that he hasn't. It's been unfortunate, but these you know Boudreaux said it best. These these two young guys they got to play. They got to play some minutes. Pod Colson's going to get like all situations down there now. It's for they play tonight. They got two games. Uh, they got a game tonight. Game tomorrow. I'll be at the game tomorrow. Um, and then they got two games on the weekend as well, Saturday and Sunday. So lots of hockey to play. This is the benefit of having your AHL team just down the road, right? Like, yeah, we'll see how long it takes you to get to Abbotsford tomorrow. Well, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, but I'm saying with the player, it doesn't matter about me. It matters with the players. The players. Well, them too. They're going to have to deal with Highway don't 1 traffic. Worry about, they're already out there. They're, they're already out there. Rathbone's probably out on the ice already with the team. He's probably, you know, on PP1 right now. You're going to you're gonna have trouble getting to Abbotsford tomorrow. Don't worry about me. I got snow tires and a little Mazda. That thing doesn't goes matter. Mazdas are good in yep. the snow. You'll they be are. fine. You're going to be fine in the snow. Mm-hmm. You don't have a Mazda. What are you talking about? Or something like that. You, you don't even drive a Mazda. A Nissan? No, you don't drive a Nissan either. What do I got? Don't you have a Hyundai? That's it. Yeah, Hyundai. <laughs> and I got a Hyundai uh, something like that. <laughs> Okay. It's not mine. It's the fiance's car. I, got I know, but I used to have a Mazda. I, I love know that little thing. That little Mazda. That thing got for me to be in a second. It did. And Mazdas are it great. Had a little V six in it. That thing was fun to drive. I Mazdas tell you, are gave good it back cars. to my nana. It's a V six. Yeah, that thing hauled. Wow, I that didn't thing, know it. Didn't. It oh, doesn't have a V six. You're out to lunch. Oh no, she she had a V six. There's in no it. way there's a V six in that. Bet car. on it, yeah. Okay, I'm not going to bet wouldn't, on it. I but. wouldn't like it in the snow, though. I miss the truck in the snow, but I take I take the Mazda out now, and it's it's the or the Hyundai, the Hyundai. I take the Hyundai out now. That thing's got snow tires. You're it's, gonna you're gonna have that trouble. cars. This car I drive now, she's been from New Brunswick to the Rocky Mountains down here to Vancouver. This thing's been all across Canada. It's got a lot of K, KMs on it, and it's been all through any terrain. So don't worry about me getting out to Abbotsford tomorrow. That's going to be fine. I'll probably even. Get someone in the car; they can carpool with me, pay for half the gas. You got yeah. cheap gas out now; it's for that's what I'm. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Is I hope see. I have enough gas to get there. We will see what you say on Thursday about all this. Uh, don't worry curious. about it. I'll be. It's fine. I'll be fine. I'll, and, be, and I'll not get to, to Abbotsford. Not to detract, uh, detract to detract from the conversation too much and make yeah. it about uh, traffic. But, yeah, we're both uh, wearing white shirts too. I know it's uh, no EP40 shirt today for either of us. No, but I our thought about look it. Good, I think. Although mine probably doesn't look great on the background. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay. Neither does mine. That okay. damn green screen that Alex is... I don't know what he's messing around with now. Okay, so Pod Coles and Rathbone, all in all, like, it's not too controversial. It's, no, it's it's ice time, man. They he's need getting it. in. They need um, ice time more than anything right now. We're going to get to more about the Capitals and Canucks. We should mention that Brennan Batchelor is going to join the show in about five minutes, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a little over that, closer to 10. Uh, Brennan Batchelor of Sportsnet 650, your play-by-play guy on your radio dials, folks. Uh, all of our guests are brought to you by the oh, great folks. Oh, yeah. At Zephyr Epic. There, you can use promo code Hockey Season, capital H, capital S, all one word, Hockey Season. That will get you $5 off your order uh, at ZephyrEpic.com. Z-E-P-H-Y-R Epic. Check them out on all platforms. We're going to be doing some giveaways soon with our friends over there uh, at Zephyr Epic. You can check them out on their uh, retail location as well in Surrey, locally owned and operated, and, of course, uh, online as well. The best part. There it is again. The best part is the Hitmochan, I forgot his background's green. So he's now part of the this whole green screen thing, Alex. I'm tired of it. It's I, I'm absolutely fault. done with the green screen behind. The, it, you're right. It isn't Alex's fault. It's the bosses at Nation Network. They <laughs> hey, were it's like, not my fault "Hey, either. you need a green screen." And what do you get? You get a poster stuck behind you. I can't even hold my damn drink up and show the people my favorite drink. So like this, this whole green screen thing. I'm done with it. This I'm, was a decision that came directly across my desk. I was the one that made it. I can tell you now. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah. It was, uh, we need to figure out a background for Faber. I'm like, get him something that he's going to hate. You you know what's funny? You did get the green screen as soon as you got a green chair, too. So half your chair doesn't even show up. 
Anyways, uh, okay. Oh, let's man. let's get into here's it my here. question with Pod Cole. Here's the thing with Pod Coles. And know what I'd like to see? Yeah, I tweeted this out last night as well. Daniil Klimovich, right? He's out there. You know who else is in town? I seen Donnie and Dolly were talking about this. Mister Milstein is in town tonight, so he's out there. He's not here to meet with the Vancouver Canucks. Who's he here to meet with? The Abbotsford Canucks. Ah, so wow. He is going out to have a conversation with the people out there in Abbotsford. Kicking his down the client, door. <laughs> Daniil Klimovich. Yeah. Tell me this isn't. Tell me this doesn't make a million percent sense. Klimovich, he never gets any opportunities in the top six. Okay, one game last season. One game last season, he was lined up in the top six. All this season, nothing. No, no sniff of the top six. He had one game where the well, last ten minutes of the third period saw him in a in a top line role because uh, Linus Carlson wasn't playing great. Why not? Why not make this the week where you let it sink or swim? With Danila Klimovich. It's one week, okay? Paul Colson's not going to be down here for three, four weeks down in the HL. He's going to be back. Yeah. I think he's only down there because they're playing back-to-backs today and tomorrow and then also on the weekend. I think after that, you're probably going to see Pod Colson back up here, depending on what happens with Tanner Pearson, another player. Like, I'm sorry. I don't think Jack Studnika is going to be outplaying what Vasily Pod Colson can or bring Or I don't think it's going to happen And, and sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but I like what you're saying. But does Klimovich even stay in the lineup if Pod Colson's down there? I'll tell you what, with Milstein coming around, I bet he does. I bet that uh, his agent comes and says something. Talk about this development plan they got for him. Well, Milstein said that he was happy with the development plan, so maybe he's just coming to touch base. Yeah, cool that he's happy about it, but he also flies over here from his uh, beautiful spot in Miami to come to this snowfall warning. Isn't he in Michigan? He's he's all over the place. He's mostly in Miami from what I see. Mm. I know Milstein likes his Miami, but he's here now. To, to back his boy, Klimovich, get him in the lineup. I tell you what, this is the time. Like, I, I just think it's time. Like, yeah, Klimovich doesn't look good in a fourth-line role in the AHL. Maybe he looks better with good players. Maybe he is just a passenger, right? Because I Further, think he's got a lot of skill. It's fine to be a passenger if you want to be that as a, as a player, right? Like, not every guy's going to drive a line. Pod Colson drives a line. I would love to see just what it looks like. It doesn't have to be... 20 minutes a night, like, playing on the power play, playing, playing on the penalty kill with Klimovich. Just let's see what he looks like with Pod Colson. Like, why not? Like, what, I are think, you, what are you losing in Pod Colson's game making him play with Klimovich? You have so much to gain here to see what it looks like. Like, put him up there with, uh, I wrote, Lane Peterson as well. He could be the center on that line. He's Leading goal scorer vet. of the Abbotsford he's, Yeah, he's scoring a lot of goals out there in Abbotsford. Like, put these three together. Just let him sink or swim. Whatever. Okay. He's, now, he might sink. But he's not going to sink that bad playing with Pod Colson. I just think it's a real good chance to like let him showcase it. Let him just get this opportunity, get that open ice, take those good shots. Like let you know, like I said in the tweet, let him cook. Let Klimovich cook, baby. Further to this, Danilo Klimovic, uh, along with the other Russians on the team, uh, Pod Colson, um, Mikheyev, Kuzmenko, and Silovs is even there because he speaks Russian. Uh, they were all hanging out a lot together. Those that that group right there, they were hanging out a lot before the season started. Summer they skates, were, yeah. They at when when the skates were out at eight rinks in Burnaby, they were just sharing a jeep. Remember, we had the whole thing trying to guess who was driving the car, who's uh, driving the whip. Um, I'm listening to this podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I seen a picture. I think. Yeah, we did actually. We did see a yeah, picture. I think I saw of it. that. Yeah. Um, regardless, what I'm trying to say here is that those two are close and. Even if he doesn't play with them, I would like. I'm totally with you. I would like to see Pod Colson play with Klimovich. Pod Colson is going to be a positive influence 
on Klimovich for those few days he's down there, right? Yeah, yeah. The impact isn't going to be huge. Obviously, he's only down there for a week. I'm not trying to make something out of nothing. But what I'm saying is that, you know, we, we talk about Daniel Klimovich's issues. And again, you, you've talked about the, uh, you know, getting hit getting hit with a clean hit and then turning around and slashing the player that hits him. That's yeah, the I, kind of thing that Pod Colson can kind of say like, hey, you can't do this. I, I w- I'm just curious to see what he looks like. Like what would Klimovich look like just with pet like with Pod Colson around on his line on the ice yeah. at the same time? Does he have the same mannerisms? I don't think so. I think like I think it's a positive influence. I think he looks at Pod Colson and is like, hey, this is a, a guy who was you know captain of Russia's World Junior Team has mm-hmm. made the transition from the basically top organization the KHL at SKA to making you know a, a good rookie season and obviously things haven't gone his way so far this year, but like I I would I would think that there'd be some influence there. From Pod Colson, if Klimovich plays with him, or even just gets in the lineup, and I tell you, Dan Milstein's out there. He's going to be out in Abbotsford. I'm going to run into him tomorrow, so I'll talk to Milstein tomorrow, person to person. That'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Speaking of person to person, let's get to another person here on the show. Brandon Bachelor joining us here now from Sportsnet 650. You hear him as the radio voice of the Vancouver Canucks. Batch, he's got he his got, headset on. Yeah, he's ready to go. He's not going to take that off for another oh, no. uh, six hours. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, it's a professional setup. Absolutely. <laughs> Got the headset on, ready to roll. Well, How's it I'm, going? I'm yeah, doing good. I'm just glad you don't have a green screen behind you because you pull out a green energy drink here and they can't, I don't know what the heck my producer, producer Alex has got me in a bind here. Uh, but Batch, uh, good to get you on the show today, man. Uh, Canucks get back home tonight against the Washington Capitals. But hey, quickly, we were just touching on it there a little bit with Pod Colson. What do you think Pod Colson and Rathbone can gain from this AHL stint that we're going to see up the upcoming at least few days, maybe weeks? We'll see what happens with these guys. What can those two players gain from a, a trip down to Abbotsford? Yeah, well, I think it's a different conversation for each player. So let's start with Rathbone, who just hasn't been playing. He's got to play games, right? Like Pod Colson, I know, had been scratched, obviously had the facial injury after the fight in Boston. So hadn't as much lately, but Rathbone's played, what, six games for the Canucks this year? So he was a guy that 
they needed to just get into games again. And I've sort of been thinking it for a number of weeks now that they needed to send him down. And I'm a little surprised they took this long to get him down there to get some games in. But that's going to be important for him as a guy that doesn't have a ton of pro experience over the last few years, in large part because of the pandemic pandemic and the injuries he faced last year too so just get him playing games get him feeling confident uh for pod coles and i think it's probably a confidence thing too uh in terms of whether it's like a quick turnaround and, and a guy gets recalled i think that's more likely to happen for pod coles and than it is for rathbone um but that said injury issues can change things you know at any time and um it's going to be interesting to see how the canucks navigate getting some of these forwards back because Studnika was back at the morning skate today. Pearson, you have to imagine, can't be too far off a return to the lineup. So they they are going to have some roster decisions here. And at the end of the day, Pod Colson hasn't been in the lineup. The team has well, and he's one of those guys that doesn't need waivers to go down to Abbotsford. So for a lot of reasons, it makes sense. But hopefully he can regain some confidence after a bit of a slow start to the year offensively to go down there and, and put up some numbers and start feeling good about his game again. Batch, Spencer Martin gets to start tonight. Just your overall thoughts on the goaltending situation right now. Do we have a controversy? I was going back and forth with Rob, Daily Hive Rob, before the show. He thinks there's a controversy. I don't call it a controversy. <laughs> but your thoughts on the goaltending situation right now? You know, if it's a controversy, it's a mini controversy because I don't think anybody's going to debate, you know, the future of the crease in the long term for this organization. But in the short term, I think it's clear that Bruce Boudreaux feels that Spencer Martin gives him the best chance to win right now in this moment. And uh, this is a team that needs wins and a head coach that needs wins in the final year of his contract now. So that's sort of how I, I analyze this is, you know, this is. Boudreaux saying, I trust Spencer Martin. He's done everything that I've asked of him. He's won all but one game when he's gone into the crease since he arrived in Vancouver, at least in terms of regulation losses anyway. So Boudreaux trusts him. He's going to go back to him. And, you know, the way he did after the morning skate today was just because Demko has a good game or a couple of good games doesn't mean they're going to give him seven or eight straight starts. They want to work him in slowly. So, you know, he gets a game, they give him a game off. Maybe next time he has a good start, he gets two in a row, then three in a row, and kind of, you know, build his confidence up that way, which to a certain extent makes sense, although I'm kind of of the mind that, you know, your franchise goaltender, you probably want him to play his way through it a little bit. But, you know, at the same time, some healthy competition probably isn't a bad thing for this organization that Spencer Martin is taking some of those starts away from Thatcher Demko now, I'm sure is going to be a motivating factor for Demko to, to get him back in order here and retake control of the crease. So um, internal competition, we talk about it all the time. It's a huge talking point at training camp every year. Uh, but, you know, to have it in the crease and after what we've seen over the last couple of years with Braden Holtby and Yarrow Halak and backup goaltenders that weren't pushing Demko at all, it's a nice problem to have if you've got, you know, a backup goaltender that isn't making much against the cap that is coming in and, you know, stealing starts from your starting goaltender because in the long run, that means Demko's not going to play as much. And if you do find a 
way to battle back to any sort of playoff conversation, then Demko won't have played as much early in the year and might be rested if they need to rely on him down the stretch late in the season. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, we saw what happened last year, how many games you know Demko had to get into. Once he finds his game, yeah, you're right. This is going to be kind of a lighter load, at least for the rest of the season. I'm curious to get your thoughts, and I could, you know, we could hear it today in the media that we were doing, some of the questions about the Vancouver Canucks turning the corner. I'm not going to ask you if you think they've turned the corner and turned the page on what the start of the season was, but... What are you seeing, let's say, over these last six games where they've won five of the six games, you know, obviously that three-game win streak on the road. What are you seeing that's different and maybe improved from what we saw earlier in the season with all the losses? The biggest thing for me is they look tighter defensively. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're never going to sit here and talk about the Canucks as being an elite defensive team or a team that really locks games down. We know they've got flaws in the way their roster is built and the way their back end is built in particular. So, you know, are they suddenly going to turn into a team that doesn't give up any goals or goes five straight games, giving up one goal or fewer? No, that's not who the Vancouver Canucks are. Uh, Lucky for them, they've got one of the better offenses in the league, at least to start this year, although we could debate how sustainable that's going to be down the stretch that has allowed them to win some games here. But things haven't looked quite as loose in the defensive zone. Um, You know, I think Ethan Bear has really come into his own and helped slings in the top four on the right side. I like the fact that Kyle Burroughs is back in the lineup and seems to be there consistently, even though he's the right shot thing on the left side. So, you know, those are all things that are encouraging. And the fact that they've gotten some timely saves too, whether it be Dem Garten, uh, you know, I think you look back at the game in Vegas on the road trip and as much as the Canucks dominated that game, Vegas had two or three good scoring chances right at the start of the game, but they got the saves they needed. They were able to play their way through it. They got an early power play. They score. And then they were able to build off that and create momentum. So, you know, it's never going to be perfect defensively, but I think it, it's looked better, and then they've had some timely saves at, at times they need them in games that allows them to get wins and get confidence. And then I couldn't have this conversation without talking about the Pedersen line with Mikheyev and Kuzmenko, who, to me, really feel like they've taken their game to another level in the last couple of weeks. A couple of players you mentioned there, obviously on PP1. Um, we're starting to see, like, I think the players have kind of even talked about this a little bit seeing the power play evolve a little bit. Like, it felt like for a while there, it was just the Pedersen one-timer. Then we saw, like, the downhill JT Miller shot be added. Then it really just felt like everything was about Horvat and the bumper. Now you're seeing Kuzmenko as the net front. You're seeing Besser in that spot. Like, it feels like the only thing they're missing right now is, like, Quinn Hughes having a deadly shot to have five different viable, you know, efficient options to score goals. Are you seeing, like, an evolution with the power play? And, like, how different is it from this year to maybe a year and a half, two years ago? Yeah, I mean, in terms of the execution or or some of the things you're talking about, it's not a lot different, right? Like, they've got the Horvat one-timer from the bumper. They can either feed him from the half wall with Miller or the down-low play with Kuzmenko or front. They've got the Pedersen shot. They've got the Miller shot downhill, which I I agree we've seen more often this year, but it's also not the first time that the Jellers tried to create offense from those situations and these are just guys that have now played on the power play together for a number of years so they look more confident they understand you know what's going to be available to them where other guys on the ice are going to be and it allows them to really penalty kills apart where you know if Miller's got the puck on the left wing wall the penalty kill kind of has to just 
side. Are they going to defend against his shot? Mm. Or are they going to be worried about the fact that he plays it across the slot to Pedersen for a one-timer from the other side? So if you know they cheat to cover the pass, then Miller has a shooting opportunity. We've seen him score from, from that opportunity quite a lot of times this year. Uh, if they cheat towards the shot because they're worried about Miller scoring, then he has an option either to you know fire it through the seam to Pedersen on the right wing or potentially fire and Horvat in the, the one-time look there as well. Um, you know, there's also the the play where they go from Miller to the side of the net to either Kuzmenko or Bester and then bat in the slot, and that's created some offense for them too. So you're right in terms of the way they can hurt you on the power play. It does feel like they're really evolving into a band advantage that isn't just you know, the one play, like, for example, we'll see the Capitals come in tonight. You know Alex Ovechkin's getting his shot from the top of the left circle, but he's such an elite player that he's probably going to score anyway, <laughs> even when you're trying to defend it. The Canucks, you know, they can hurt a variety of different ways. And if Hughes can really develop his shot to be a legitimate scoring threat from the point, then that's going to make it, you know, just much more difficult to defend against. And, you know, one thing that could be encouraging in that regard is the number of goals that Horvat is scoring scored on T directs this year because if if Quinn Hughes can find an effective way to get the puck to net from the top of the point then you know Horvat's a guy there that can tip it Besser's capable of deflections Kuzmenko scored a lot of tip goals this year too um, and this is a power play that obviously right now they're really clicking and at times they've been a bit streaky where they're in and, and out but it, it kind of does feel like a real evolution to see that this could be a power play that, you know, isn't just a, a good power play or an above average power play, but it's one of the elite power plays in the NHL. Yeah, at times it certainly looks like it for sure. Batch, one of the, the coolest things I have to imagine about your job uh, is getting an opportunity to call big goals from from players that you probably grew up loving or, you know, before your time in the NHL calling games. I'm sure Ovechkin is one of those guys. What's it like for you to, to you know, call an Ovechkin goal call in the NHL? I'm sure that's a pretty surreal feeling if I told you that maybe 10 years ago. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, you know, whether it's Ovechkin or Crosby or even Daniel and Henrik where they were still when they were still playing for this team, I, I came in in their last year, so got a chance to call plenty of their goals, including that overtime winner against the Coyotes. You know, that's kind of what I was imagining when I was growing up, wanting to get into this line of work is, you know, talking about being able to call an Alex Ovechkin goal or mm. playing the NHL video game and calling an Alex Ovechkin <laughs> goal, doing play-by-play while playing it. Um, you know, the fact that I get to do it now is is pretty cool, not something I take for granted. And You know, when some of these veteran players come through Vancouver, whether it's Ovechkin, whether it's Crosby, and you sort of realize that these guys are nearing the end of their careers and the next few years, maybe the last chance I have to call goals of guys who I kind of grew up watching. It's something that, you know, you treasure even more and, and it'll be cool to see Ovechkin come in tonight. And I understand that uh, he, I believe, can tie Wayne Gretzky for the most road goals in NHL history if he scores tonight. And the way he plays against Bruce Boudreaux, he's probably going to get one. So that'll be a cool moment score in this game tonight. Yeah, I'm going to imagine he beats the record tonight, the way that things go against Boudreaux with Ovechkin. <laughs> Batcha, we got one comment here. They say, next time, close the window. You don't need that puffy jacket for, for the next time you join the show. Uh, the, the window's closed, but it's still pretty chilly in here. I'm at the Sportsnet offices downtown, so I, I don't know if they don't have the heat on here or whatever, but it's cold, so I'm keeping warm. I'll tell you what, that was the opposite when you and I were in the studio. Oh down my at gosh, that was the sauna. We were sweating in there all the time in the studio, so glad, <laughs> glad you got it cool over there. Batch, we're also told to watch out for you in the corners in a beer league. 
Uh, apparently, you like to throw it around in the corners, it says here. Well, you got to stand up for yourself, right? <laughs> you know, you you can't be you can't be like Austin Matthews, where you have to have your teammates fight your battles for you. You've got to fight your battles for yourself. So I'll throw an elbow if I have to. Love it. Enforcer Batch joining us here. Appreciate it, Batch. Have a good call tonight, man. Thanks for taking the time today. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Anytime. <laughs> you betcha. There he is, Brendan Bachelor, voice of the Vancouver Canucks can on I just Sports say, at six fifty. Can I just say? Yeah. When he was describing the Canucks power play looks, mm-hmm. those are sounding more and more like goal calls. Like when he's like, he's like. <laughs> Patterson slides it to the right wing to the side. And I was yeah. like, oh, wow, this is this is perfect. Like he, He's doing a goal call as he's just describing plays. And I guess that's literally all play-by-play is. It was yeah. chills, chills, I tell you what. Have you ever you ever done play-by-play? Have you ever done that? So I feel like you. I feel like we've talked about this. You'd be a play-by-play. I'd be the yeah. color guy. Yeah, right? if we ever we, – we've thought about it. We've mm-hmm. thought about doing it, and we would do it together, uh, the play-by-play color. We would do that well. Um and yeah, I would do play by play. You do color. I've never done it professionally. I've never done it um, for like ever. Have you ever done it? No. I, well, oh, really? I, I've done exactly what Batch is saying. I used mm. to do it as a kid because I thought that's what I wanted to be. I thought I wanted to be a play by play guy. So I would put the game, you put NHL on hard mode or whatever, or whatever, and two computers face each other. And I would just watch and then record it. Um, myself doing two play-by-play. computers face each other. We talk about. Yeah. What do you mean? You don't play while you do. Play by play. I watch the game and do play by play. Why do you need two computers? What are you talking about? You just said put. Oh, two. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about actual computers. No, I see what you're saying. Computers. Two of the computer players. Jeez, how old are you? I, feel I don't like I'm know. I'm talking to Dolly Wall over here. You got your two monitors beside each other. <laughs> so what's that going to help? What do you need? Two angles. I get what you're saying now. Okay. Yeah, do you? Two computers. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, for a guy who plays... You know, say t- two CPUs against each other. That's what I would have said. Two CPUs. What do you think CPU stands for, my friend? It would have been hard. I wouldn't have thought it was computer. Okay. I uh, the users. Our thanks again to Brennan Bachelor. Remember to use promo code hockey season capital oh. H, capital S, at ZephyrEpic.com. Pick yourself up. They got Pokemons on there, too. For $5 off your order. Okay, let's quickly get to it before we get out of here. The Capitals Canucks, obviously I know people are going to be listening to this after the game, so we're not going to talk about it too much, but the one thing that I want to talk about instead of previewing the game, they're going with Spencer Martin tonight, and you're seeing the takes. Uh, Daily Hive's already got an article, and I was joking around with Rob Williams before the uh, show started just about... um, him calling it a controversy. I don't think it's controversy. See, Sam Wilson's in the chat says, I heard it the same way too. Thought it was two computers facing each other. That's what I'm saying. You said it weird. I don't know That's how old Sam me. is, but he's probably no, older than you. Sam's he's young. He's holding up a German Shepherd in his photo. You can't be, you know, 60 years old and holding up a German Shepherd. He's a big dog. I say he was 60. He might. Well, anyways. Okay. He's um, a young guy too. Okay. Anyways, I don't think it's controversy with Spencer Martin and Thatcher Demko. Or and the two computer controversy over here. I think when it becomes a controversy is when Spencer Martin's taking starts away from Thatcher Demko and Thatcher Demko's in the media or, you know, internally Thatcher Demko's saying, I should be starting. Or Thatcher Demko himself has some sort of problem with it. Sure. I think I that's... I think he can be happy about it's this, It's not though. sure, but it's not, so. it's not Schneider Luongo levels, which is fine. Like, you know, it's not at that level yet, but it is, it's not yet a controversy because all it is is, look, Demko knows he's not playing that great right now, right? Spencer Martin's getting them wins. You, you want your starting goaltender to figure it out, and I think the way the Canucks are handling this is perfect in my eyes, and I'll, I'll read the quote from Bruce Boudreau. I included it in today's scenes from Morning Skate. Basically, what Bruce Boudreau said when he was talking about this decision, he said, the whole idea is not all of a sudden he plays a... Co- 
he, Martin, plays a couple of good games, then give him eight in a row, Spencer's been really good, but you want to bring it up a little slower for Thatcher, and then the next time, he might start two in a row, and then it'll gradually get back to where he's he's the guy if he continues to play the way he's been playing. But you can't deny that Spencer's been great every time we've touched wood, every time that we've put him out there. You know what's funny? When he said that, Woodley looked at me. because I was staring. like, Woodley, don't touch Woodley. <laughs> okay. I poked him in the back. When he okay. Said. Anyways. Um, and, and yeah, he just basically what Boudreaux said is you can't really deny that Martin's been absolutely fantastic yeah, for us. Three in the last four. Man, I know there's one back to back in there, right? So that's going to be split for sure for Demko's game. But if there's not a back to back, are we seeing Demko play? Or are we seeing Spencer Martin like four starts in a row? Right? Like, because that's the way the decisions have been made recently. I get what you're saying is not a controversy. I I really don't. I don't think like there's any controversy about the long time starter two years from now. But right now, if you're talking about who's going into the crease, absolutely. Controversy is not the right word for it. But yeah, exactly. There is a decision that's being made right now to play Spencer Martin over Thatcher Demko. Call that a controversy. Call that a battle. Call that whatever you want. Spencer Martin's going to be in the crease tonight. Thatcher Demko's going to be on the bench when he didn't play which in the last game. Which isn't controversial. Or he did play the last game. That's not controversial to me. It's no. not. They're, they're dealing with this the way I would expect them Bats to. That's brought up a good point, too. Like, hey, if, if Demko finds his game here, these extra nights off probably help him in the long run, too. Exactly. I thought that was a good point from Bats. I, I really, I, I have no problem with them doing it the way they are. Like, what do you, what do you want? You want them to I trot don't. out Demko so he can play worse than Martin night That's after what night? I'm like, here's the thing. He's playing better. Spencer's earned these starts. That's Look, what I'm saying. Mart, Martin's played well. But I've been saying this for a while that I think people might be putting a little too much into the, the wins that Martin's getting. Again, he's getting good team play. He's getting good good, good play, play in front of him. He's yep. been good when he's needed to be. Against Vegas, they were pouring it on early and Martin was fantastic. I'm not trying to take anything away from Martin, but this idea that he's been all world. or he, You know what? The idea that he's even played as well as Demko did last year, I don't buy that. Demko last year was better than what Martin is right now. And I don't yeah, think, sure. and I don't think that until Martin gets to a level like that, where we're looking at, oh, well, he's stealing them games on a night to night basis. Like you, you have to stick with them. And Demko's been horrible. That's not the case right now. Martin's the gotten difference. the results. That's the difference. When when Demko's at his best, he is stealing you games. When yeah. Martin's at his best, he's winning you games. Uh, he's and stolen a couple, but mm, yeah, last season I don't think he's really done it this year. I like, think he, I think he's stolen one or two this he year. He had a good game against uh, Vegas, right on Saturday night. That was a good game, Didn't but it's not it, like right? he stole it. I don't yep. think he's stolen a game this year. I the think he's won games. Like he hasn't. To me, like remember we had this debate a couple years ago when we talked about the MVP. You and I mm-hmm, did, which mm-hmm. is wild that we've been debating things for two years. Well, most of the time we don't debate that hard. But you're wrong here. This 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 situation here with the goalies, I mean, like I said, I look at it more as like battling for starts. And right now, Spencer Martin is giving you the production that you want. You want to see wins. You're getting that from him right now. And Marcus brings up a good point here, and I think this is what it is. Like, it's not a controversy. That's what I, I see that word thrown around. That's not it. Marcus has it perfect right here. Internal competition is a good thing. And that's what you're seeing. Internal competition right now. What are you doing? You're over on TikTok Hey, again. I'm taking a video of the snow. It's crazy. Sorry. What was the double tap there then that I just saw? There was no double tap. Double tap. Yeah, right. Pull up the cloud bubble. I'm listening. I was listening, and you just interrupted yourself for no reason. No, you were interrupting me with your... You drew me away from it there. But good. (laughs) No, you're right. Like, you're right. I mean... You look at this situation, I don't think he... Uh, again, yeah, James like, also has a good point. Just, Hard to steal a game when they put up four or five goals a night. Exactly. And that's true, and that's the thing exactly. right now. And you know what? Someone in the Canucks Army comment section actually brought this up, and it was a good point. 
Someone uh, in the Canucks Army section had a yes, good point. They make good points. Not the ones I'm reading in there. Whatever. You be nice. Um, Some people. Someone would. brought up a good point when I brought up that, hey, well, you know, Martin gets a lot better um, production in front of him, right? Yeah. And he said, like, he's like, well, that could also be because the team feels more confident right now playing in front of Martin. Mm. Very possible. Spencer Martin still is. It's not like he's facing less high danger chances. Right, I feel like it's pretty close with him and Demko with what they're facing, right? Like I do think that like he's still there's a lot of times where you're watching Spencer Martin in net and you're like, holy cow, look at these great A chances that they're getting up against him here. So I, I don't think it's just uh, I, I think the team is playing just like a like they're putting out the goals obviously in front of them, but at the same time, like I haven't looked at Spencer Martin's stats lately, but I feel like his goals against is still over three, right? Yeah. It's not like he's under three, and that's like he's he's absolutely stealing the job. That's why yeah. I don't. You know what? If if Spencer Martin was like nine thirty save percentage yeah. and like two point two, we'd have a goalie controversy because he should be starting every single night. But because he's not, he's getting the wins, and I think that's why he's going to line up tonight. And it's, it's not a bad thing. Like no, like it people it's want it to thing. be this controversy. People want it to be something that we get to talk about. It's not a controversy yet. Every it's single just player not. in that locker room, goalie, player, defenseman. Coach, they like wins, okay? So right now, if Spencer Martin's getting you wins, I don't think Thatcher Demko's going to hate that. He's got a five-year contract that he's working with. He's fine. He's he's chilling. He's he's good. He probably knows he's going to be starting games here pretty soon once he finds it out. Yeah, it's a nice internal competition. It's not a uh, it's not a controversy yet. No, uh, okay, yet. Uh, comments. A lot of people in the live chat jumping in here. Uh, Marcus Toast said, it's not like Eddie Lack playing the Heritage game over Luongo controversy. And yeah, it's not. It's not no. there yet. You know where we would get controversial? Canucks make the playoffs. Okay. Martin starts 50 games. Demko starts whatever on the season. 32. 32. Okay. And then game one of the playoffs, they start Martin. That's when Ooh. that's when you can call it a controversy. It's not mm. a controversy yet. They're, they're letting Demko figure it out. Demko's going to figure it out. Like, Demko's going to figure it out. And I, again, I'm not trying to sound pessimistic, but I don't think Martin's going to, you know, sustain this, you know, never losing games thing that he's got going on for him right now. Sure, but he also played really good last year, and he's not playing like that this year, and he's still getting the wins. Like, yeah. he's, t- I think, no, like, he's, he's, he's battling making for saves. the wins. He's making saves when it matters. He's yeah, a good goaltender. That's a good point. Don't get me wrong. He's he's a good goaltender. Mm-hmm. I, I like Spencer Martin a lot. He's a great guy to talk to. Yeah, I'm not trying to take anything away from Spencer Martin. I'm just saying these folks that are jumping out and saying, well, he started uh, three of the last four. He's the starter now. This is controversial. It's not there yet. It's just not. No. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I tell you what, though. Watch what happens over the next two weeks here. Sure. Lot, yep. There's not a... I think there's one back-to-back. Alex might have this. The December schedule. I got that somewhere in the work folder. There. Well, the December schedule here. Yeah. I mean, I think there's only one back-to-back this month. Like, I feel like it's a pretty home-heavy, yeah, um, easier schedule, I think, this month for them. So, you, it'll be interesting to see how many starts he ends up getting in December. Like, listen, you're going into December with him starting three of the last four. The only game he didn't start was a back-to-back. So it'll be yeah. very interesting to see what happens. And I, I found Boudreaux's comments a little interesting, how he was like, we don't want to just go right back to Demko for two in a row. I'm like, well, that's not asking a lot to go back to your starting goaltender for back-to-back games with the day off in between. Like, I get it. You know, maybe the travel day, you want to go to the guy who played on Saturday, got Sunday and They're going to split off. starts. I, I don't know. They're going to split starts now. Like, that's what we're heading toward. And that's not controversial. No, and Sam's Demko got a good doesn't point. Have it Martin yet. will have a way shorter leash. He will. Exactly. That's the thing. Exactly. You, you will have a shorter leash. Yeah. Uh, this comment section's good today. 
Yeah. I don't know what they're yelling about here. I'm not. E- well, I am a little feisty today, actually. Yeah. Yeah, you are feisty. Well, I was. It's been a busy day. I've been back. I'm gonna have to write you up. I was up 6 a.m. texting uh, GMs from Sweden. I got. To, I've been up, and I went to the gym this morning. So I am. I'm. I should be relaxed. I don't have to go to the gym. Normally, I go after. Canucks YouTube. But by the way, one more day. One more workout quads. I'm and proud I of you. have worked out every day this month tomorrow. And I might do it before the show so I can celebrate on the show. I'm proud of you. What am I going to celebrate with? Not going to the gym on December 1st. That's for damn sure. <laughs> uh, the Canucks Army YouTube channel is over 100 subscribers now. No way. Really excited about well, that. Well, you tell so. your buddies over there at the, fr- <laughs> at the uh, tabletop penthouse, whatever you guys are living at, top floor with Boudreaux here. You guys get this green screen out of here, <laughs> first thing. And then second thing, let's get the live stream over there. I know people want to get on there and they're We're tired close. of these oily boys, all this stuff here. Oily boy yep. this, oily boy that. We're Folks, done with that stuff. Subscribe to the Canucks Army YouTube channel if you haven't already. Uh, podcast listeners, everybody subscribe to it. Uh, all of our clips are posted there. We're starting to get picked up by the YouTube algorithm, which is awesome. With well, that, blow me up here. We had a meeting this morning and I tried to make this my background here, but it didn't work out. Alex, blow me up. Yep. Here we go. This is my, this is what I tried to get for my background. Um, behind me on the green screen, but I couldn't. I couldn't figure out the damn green screen. You need Alex to for those, be your producer for meetings. Yeah, I need uh, Alex to produce my me- uh, the morning meetings and for me. For the podcast listeners, it's a Canucks army with a greater than sign pointing to Oilers Nation. Yeah, and I wrote "woo" on the bottom. So I tried to get that going today in the meeting, but I couldn't figure out how to do it. I did it, and then it was backwards, and then it looked like Oilers Nation was doing. But I don't know what was happening. So, okay. all right, uh, I'm not a green screen um, guy. The, the, I hate the green and screen. They didn't go- what was that, Alex? They didn't go for that? That no. beautiful graphic you just put up? No, I mean, you know I do all the graphics here before. This one was quickly before the show had started. They didn't listen to it. It didn't work. So. Okay. Uh, I got to get out of here. This blizzard, it's crazy. Whoa, whoa, I got to get home. Whoa, whoa. Uh, Alex, cut to camera three. No. But, Chris, start us up with Oh, the, yeah. Uh, it's getting better. This is what I wanted. It's, I wanted the show to, to grow some snow. Don't start with me. You get going on the Betway wrap-up. I no, might even no, leave no. before I the show's over. I got the prospect over. thing oh, to get boy. to first here. The Hurry up. train rails. You, you be careful. You're going to be there in four minutes. That train's going to be going so fast. Not going to have any breaks. Uh, prospects first. I got prospects to talk about. Uh, Jonathan LeCaramacchi. I wrote about it today at Canucks Army. Talked to the GM. He uh, he is in concussion protocol. So that hit that we saw um, the other day. Actually, I don't even know if I showed the hit. I don't know if people want to see. He took a shoulder right to that. It's in the article. Check it out. Canucks Army right now. Uh, I wrote that this morning. As I said, I'm texting GMs at 5 in the morning. I'm 5.45 in the morning. Ding, ding, ding. Freaking, what are you doing? Sleeping, counting your money, sleeping on your pillow. And so I did that. Uh, LeCarrie Mackey is going to be. I'm worried because two weeks from now. So October, or sorry, December 14th is when Sweden's World Junior Camp kicks off. You're on TikTok. The, they kick off in on the 14th of December to get ready for the World Juniors. They're going to be in Canada for that camp. So there's going to be some travel time in the days prior to the 14th. He's in concussion protocol right now. I don't know. Like I, I feel like you know, 10 years ago, concussion protocol meant you're out for a week, right? The, then you're back on the ice. I don't think it means the same thing anymore. I think there is actually some... Some precaution going to be taken here with head injuries like this situation with Kerry Mackinson. I don't know what his status is for the World Juniors right now. That was a bad hit that he took to the head, and he didn't look good after. You can see the whole video on Canucks Army, by the way. Check out that article um, about LeCarrie Mackey. So not a good situation. World Juniors are only, uh, I think, like, what, yeah, less than a month away right now. And like I said, camp's just over two weeks away. So tough situation. He's going to have to travel in two weeks. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be playing or not the World Juniors. I hope he is because that would be good to have a good tournament. But he'd be coming off a concussion, so that would be tough. Tough situation there. Okay, Betway wrap-up. Let's get to it. Our friend's over at No, Betway. no, no. Elias Patterson, DPD. Bring it up. DPD here. Um, so he 
Played his highest ice time of the season this year. Let me pull up the right number here. DPD, Elias Patterson, season high, 13 minutes and 54 seconds of ice time today in the SHL. So good stuff there from DPD. It is really snowing, eh? Um, so nice to see that. Uh, DPD, lots of minutes at, uh, at uh, in the SHL. So that's good for the 18-year-old who's eligible two more years of World Juniors. Might even be this year of the World Juniors. So you might get a prospect still in the end. Um, all right. There it is. Thank you, Alex. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Betway, uh, Betway, 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 Betway. Someone in the chat said, I'm, I'm always hitting the under. Betway, Bet. There's no chance I'm hitting the under on the Betway. You're not, you, didn't, you missed when you were counting, I'm pretty sure. All right, my Betway bets of the day. Vancouver Canucks and the over. But um, I keep bet. I like this bet lately. You bet for an outright win. Listen, things didn't work out yesterday. McDavid, you know what the worst part about that game yesterday was? So I watching the Oilers play yesterday. McDavid's got a goal after 40 minutes. I'm like, okay. Maybe he'll score, right? Maybe he'll score. It'll be good to get that two so we can hit the bet yesterday. And how many damn scoring chances did McDavid get? In a, he gets like 15 scoring chances in a period, and he didn't score in any of them in the third period. And then my fiance wants to go to bed, so I keep the door open, you know, scratching her back, putting her to bed, the stuff that you do to your fiance, whatever. And then I keep the door open, so I hear the game in the other, in the other room. They're in overtime, two-on-one. McDavid to Drysdale, back to McDavid. He scores. I'm like, hell yeah. We hit the two goals. I come out and it said, oh, he passed it back to Drysdale at the end. Damn, play-by-play was wrong from the other room, so we didn't hit that bet. But feeling good about today. Uh, Canucks and the over, uh, over at 5.5 total goals. They're going to hit that. That's going to be over that. And the Canucks win outright. This is kind of a, a toss-up between these two teams, actually, tonight over on Betway. So pick whichever team you want on this one. Uh, you go with the Canucks and the win uh without overtime and over 5.5 plus 230. And then I got Pedersen putting a power play point plus 115. Pedersen's playing really good hockey right now. Okay. Final thing. Let me get this in. Listener of the show, Speedy in New York City sent this photo in. He's listening to us in the Big Apple. Look at those buildings. They're so tall. That's really cool. That's out in New York, uh, New York City. Speedy, he's listening to us. Speedy, thanks for sending the photo. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, anyone, if you're ever listening... If you're listening to this right now in a podcast with your headphones, take a photo, DM me it on Twitter. It looks better than this. I New York's looking pretty nice compared to what we're looking at today. Look at the blue skies out there in New York. I thought okay. there was, I thought it was a uh, they had a uh, smog up in the air there. Yeah. Okay. 19 plus play overall at uh, Betway. Play responsibly, yeah. please. Okay, we're going to close it please. out there. Uh, for my co-host, Chris Faber, and our technical producer, Alex Lard. my name is David Quadrelli. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Canucks Conversation. It's snowing. It's snowing. See ya. Thanks for listening to Canucks Conversation. Delivered by DoorDash. Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.